If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! Let's get it! Mike Sempervivi here with you for the next hour talking about professional wrestling, which is something we do every single day here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Tune in iHeart, American Forces Radio, Sports Byline, over-the-air affiliates like the Mightier 1090, KMAV, and 99 KMSR podcast, replay on Sirius XM, or maybe you're video streaming on Twitch or YouTube. However you're joining me today, I'd just like to say thank you. Hopefully, wherever you are, it's sunny outside, and if not, hopefully it's sunny inside your mind, and it's Friday on the program, so you know what that means. Brian took the day off. I believe he said yesterday that he was going to go to his child's school and help out there. I believe that's what it was. I'm not sure if he said that on the air or off. If he said it off the air, I just did one of the things that he loves to do to me all the time and and bring up things that weren't supposed to be on the air on the air. But that's a, a subject for a different show. I don't know if he's actually at his child's school. I don't know if he is at his child's school, if it's recess time right now and he is outside touching grass, but we'll have an update from him surely on Monday back on this program and certainly before that on Wrestling Observer Radio with he and Dave Meltzer and yeah, you know, there is a little bit more CM Punk news to talk about when it comes to at least Ace Steel and the decision that was made to keep Ace Steel off of collision and at home remotely working and I'll unpack all the details of that for you as we know them right now. Also coming up later on, Rocky Romero, your CMLL World Welterweight Champion, your NWA Historic as well. He's going to be talking about New Japan Resurgence, which is coming up in Long Beach on Sunday. A lot to talk with him about, honestly, because Yoda Suji jumping from CMLL Back into New Japan, being thrust into a match with Sonata. We got the whole New Japan Best of the Super Juniors going on right now. So there is going to be plenty to talk about when it comes to Mr. Romero. But we'll get into that Ace Steel CM Punk stuff, as well as a whole bunch of other stuff that's happening in the world of wrestling when we get back from break. Wrestling Observer Live. You couldn't stop me. Like the homie Jim Jones, I'll be in the lobby. Try to hit me two times with a shoddy. Miss me, I dodge both shots. Kyrie, do it anywhere. Having sex in the Bugatti. Nobody couldn't see us because the windows got foggy. Flames try to rob me. It's going to be a homie. I hope the president will pardon me. 
Do you have heart failure and often hear, Those stomach issues ruined your birthday. You're too tired to play catch, Grandpa. Sweetie, you haven't touched your tools since the carpal tunnel syndrome diagnosis. If these seemingly unrelated symptoms sound familiar, talk to your cardiologist. Ask about transthyretin amyloid cardiomyopathy, or ATTRCM, a rare and underdiagnosed disease that gets worse over time. Learn more at connecttoyourheart.com. That's connecttoyourheart.com. Sponsored by Pfizer. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable, priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear, nothing shows on the back of your ear, and at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case, and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738 That's 800-278-1738. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153 800-943-2153 800-943-2153 That's 800-943-2153 Here's a message just for the attorneys out there. So you passed the bar, joined a firm, or even built your own. Now are you finding out that you're doing more administration than actual law practice? Lexicon can help. Lexicon is a legal technology provider with over a decade of experience streamlining administrative tasks like timekeeping, billing, and more. So you can focus on maximizing billable hours and increasing client satisfaction. Call 855-4-LEXICON or visit lexiconservices.com slash go to learn more. The product of many through summers In the description was fitting They say it's two gunners Clap chick keys out your cheek Until you true hummus Left the scene the Hellcat scream Cause we don't do Honda. You are listening to Welcome Wrestling back. Observer Live With Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi On the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network Back on the show Mike Sempervivi here with you Wrestling Observer Live Me and producer Daniel getting on the back again. It's been been a minute, you know, just have to work everything out when it comes to these rejoiners and everything, but that's all right. You know how we do this show right here for an hour at a time. If you want this kind of messiness, you can find 24-7 on Twitter and Instagram because I'm trying to cut back on the Twitter. You want to follow me, I'm at Semper Vivi. 
I think Brian is uh, at Brian Alvarez on here. I'm not sure if he's F4W or whatever it is on Instagram, but that doesn't really matter. The timeline for this show, that's what matters. At WONF4W and the broadcasters at Sports Byline USA. And, well, there's something to talk about. I'm not even going to ask you guys like Brian did yesterday. I'm just going to get right into it. Ace Steele, who was first fired by AEW in the aftermath of last September's post-all-out locker room altercation, was rehired, quote, several months ago, end quote, according to a report on Thursday by Nick Hausman. Hausman noted Steele has been working in creative remotely since coming back to the company, but was reportedly set to go back on the road in an agenting position once the new AEW Collision television show was announced. PW Insider's Mike Johnson was the first to report on Wednesday that Steele's involvement with AEW Collision was the conflict preventing CM Punk from being announced as part of the show. On Tuesday, one day before the Warner Brothers Discovery upfronts when Collision was announced, AEW reportedly made the decision to not bring Steele back on the road, with Hausman's report indicating that Punk learned about it afterwards, eventually being pulled from all promotional materials. Quote, there's an understanding in place that once AEW Collision debuted, Steele would return to the road for AEW working as an agent on that brand. However, on Tuesday, the decision was made to not bring Steele back on the road with the promotion, end quote. Thursday's report by Hausman also noted that despite this setback, quote, Punk's relationship with Tony Khan appears to be on sound footing, end quote, with the lines of communication remaining open. If you got tired of me saying, quote, and end quote, I got a little bit more for you. In this week's edition of the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Dave Meltzer wrote, quote, I don't believe anyone past Punk and whoever he may have told knew about Ace Steel returning until few found out a week ago, about a week ago. It also should be noted that while we had heard talk about a steel deal to return as a producer for Collision from multiple sources, we had also been told from the top in checking, <laughs> this is how it's written, we had also been told from the top in checking that we were told it was not true, end quote. And that came from today's Wrestling Observer Newsletter, which is up for subscribers on the front page of the site. Well, it looks like that was true. And as far as Steele being rehired and remotely working the job that was assigned to him, seems like that's the case. Which leads me to ask, because there's the news portion of the proceeding out of the way, so I'll get to the question that I've been asking myself now constantly in the last 24 hours or so, 48 hours really, why was this not ironed out, finished, and done by the time Tuesday rolled around. If, and here's the thing, we may have a report that comes out later on from AEW's side saying, well, he could have been led to believe that, but that's not what we were doing. The Hausman report seems to be pretty clear, saying that there was an understanding in place that once Collision debuted, Steel would be able to return on the road. How was this not ironed out before the announcement that you knew was coming on Wednesday? That's my question. That's really my only question which comes from any of this because, boy, that seems foolish. Knowing 
CM Punk and how he responds to things if he feels as though he has been unjustly treated by WWE, by AEW, or anybody else. You know how he's going to be. You know how he feels about people that are close to him like a steel. Why was this not worked out? <laughs> Knowing that if you told a steel that he would not be going on the road, and he tells Punk that, that Punk would not be very happy about it. This seems incredibly, incredibly silly. Incredibly silly from AEW's side. And that, again, I have no dog in this fight. I don't really care. I'm just reporting what it is. But that is my question now. More than anything else, more than does Punk hate Brian, more than any of the other nonsense that's out there, I don't care about any of that because it's got nothing to do with me. I just would like AEW to reach out and say, this is why that happened. But probably the way things usually go, the way things end up, you hear them on this show, nobody's going to say anything. We'll see. We'll see. There is better AEW news, though, reported from Fightful, that Brian Danielson will be part of the creative team for Collision on Saturday nights. Danielson had previously been reported to be a part of the Wednesday night show for Dynamite with the rest of the Blackpool Combat Club, and it's unknown if that plan has changed, but sitting here and guessing, I don't see why that would matter whatsoever, why he couldn't do both. Talent one night, management another. He's a guy that, who doesn't get along with Brian Danielson? I'm sure there's somebody out there. I don't know if they've ever made themselves known or not. You know, he gets along great with CM Punk, gets along great with Samoa Joe. At least I, I assume that he does. Again, who hates Brian Danielson? So him being in, uh, in that type of position, which is what he was doing with WWE towards the end of his tenure there, I think is going to be a good thing. You know, he obviously loves to try to get new talent over. He tries to get guys who may not have been used well, like Drew Gulak, tries to give them a shot against him, give them some credibility. You know, he's trying to do with with Wheeler Yuta, and I'm sure working with guys like Lee Moriarty and, and plenty of dudes on the AEW roster, I'm sure he's helping them out a ton. So his presence on that collision show you know, it just provides stability, it provides knowledge, it provides, a, and, you know, and here's the thing too, and this is nothing against anybody that's on the, the creative team, you know, right now for AEW or anybody who works there, but anybody who's got a little bit of WWE and that the production knowledge and all of that sort of stuff, I mean, for all of the negatives, a lot of people listening out there, you know, will, will say when it comes to the TV show and all that stuff, there is a lot of good stuff that you can glean. I mean, you can pretty much do that from, from anything. You know, you, you push away what's un, you know, what was nonsense that you thought was nonsense or something that doesn't fit the situation that we're, you're in, but take some of those things and add them in. I, you know, it's not going to be, that's not a bad thing. So Brian Danielson being a part of that, I think is, is tremendous. So kudos there. Bad Bunny. <laughs> I saw this posted up on the, the site right before I came on the air. 
Uh, Bad Brunny uh, says, Wrestling Damian Priest at WWE Backlash was painful, but also one of the best moments of his life. He noted that, quote, his whole body hurt after the match. And in fact, I'll just give you the quote. I said before the WrestleMania fight that that day was one of my favorite moments of my life, but the Backlash fight in Puerto Rico was at another level, was really one of the biggest and best moments of my life. I really enjoyed the fight. He also continued... My back, my whole body, bro. My whole body. It hurt. I felt that I was going to die after the match. I was really scared about it. I was, oh no, I'm going to die. And I really thought I was going to die after the match. But that's part of it. I was prepared and now I'm going to drop a song. So uh, obviously the the post-match adrenaline dump uh, he did survive. He survived the beating that Damian Priest gave him in the ring. And it really was the high watermark of all time when it comes to a celebrity being involved in pro wrestling. So, you know, I don't know if the, what the Paul brothers have in them. And I'm sure they're going to now want to do the wackiest match they could possibly have to try to top Bad Bunny. But I don't think they're going to be able to do it. Going to get into a bunch more news and then talk to Rocky Romero when we get back. Wrestling Observer Live. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495-800-788-1495-800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. 
What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airline don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Hey, back again, Mike Sempervivi, Wrestling Observer Live. No Brian Alvarez today. He is out and about. He will be back with me on Monday. While he's gone, two plugs for other work that I do that aren't associated with Wrestling Observer Live. You should make the wrestling news part of your day. You really, you really, really should. All of the news that you need to know to get your day started, get you up to date, or get you to your favorite review pod like Wrestling Observer Radio with Dave and Brian. Daily, free, and between 5 to 15 minutes long. No clickbait, no speculation, no rumors, no paywall, just the wrestling news. For more information, head on over to thewrestlingnews.com and at Wrestling News AV on Facebook and Twitter. Also, the Mid-Atlantic Championship Podcast, which you can find across social media at Pod. Feed, uh, the free feed, is uh, uh, <laughs> available wherever you find your favorite podcasts or at midatlanticpod.com. Show number 57 covering February 26, 1983 will be posted soon. It's a show that's not available on Peacock or the WWE Network, but I do have it, and you'll be able to hear some of it on the show. And if you like what you hear, I encourage you to go and join the show's Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. And you know what? One more plug. This one's for the home team, the Adam and Mike Big Audio Nightmare, the longest-running Japanese-based pro wrestling show anywhere in the world. You can check it out for free either at the main page at WrestlingObserver.com or wherever you find your favorite podcast. So with that, take that, ASMR kids. It's the summer edition of Red Bull. No more A-Steel stuff. Nobody's texting me any A-Steel stuff. No other nonsense like that. No, we have a a different bit of nonsense to get into, and that is, of course, WWE SmackDown on Fox tonight, live from the Colonial Life Arena in Columbia, South Carolina. They're also going to be taping next Friday's Go Home show for Night of Champions. So for everybody out there that is... uh, Sensitive to spoilers, you know, keep your eye out for this entire week as everyone's going to be on their way to Saudi Arabia, so they're going to bang out two shows tonight in Columbia. Undisputed WWE Universal Champion Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa will have a face-to-face with undisputed WWE Tag Team Champions Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, of course, leading into their match coming up. Who knows, we may get an eight-man next week. We'll find out what gets taped tonight. Pretty deadly making their debut on the main roster against Rich Holland and Butch of the Brawling Brutes. And I got to be honest, this seems like a perfect first feud for Pretty Deadly. I mean, the Brawling Brutes and Pretty Deadly. I mean, 
yeah, it's probably going to be pretty awesome. And that means we're going to be able to see a lot of Butch, hopefully, as well, too, because he is absolutely awesome. I don't know if J.D. McDonough can fulfill the same type of role for Judgment Day, but, you know, that's going to be his best-case scenario, being, you know, a little bit of a, a smaller guy like Butch is. I mean, you know, how great of a worker, you know, both those guys are. You know, what gimmick can they get him in to actually help him out? Because he's somebody that on his own... I don't. I don't know. I can't see it. I can't see it working. I. I don't know. I shouldn't say I can't see it working. That that that's not right. But I think he would be far better off joined up with somebody than he would be floating out there on his own. Also tonight, the Usos against the LWOs, Santos Escobar and Rey Mysterio Jr. L.A. Knight and Rick Boogs, the natural tag team against the Street Profits, and Grayson Waller debuts the Grayson Waller effect on SmackDown with guest AJ Styles. And this is another case of if this is going to be the feud right off the bat, good on Grayson Waller and good decision by WWE because Grayson Waller's got obviously a great rap. But in the ring, he is not Carmelo. <laughs> so he, you know, the, be the better you can make him look with the right opponent. Uh, and AJ Styles, I think, you know, is can be anybody's right opponent I think that's a, a, the best way to go. WWE also yesterday uh, announced that they were going to present a live show in India next September. This was uh, made by Nick Khan at the, and, and how's this for a title? SVB Moffat Nathanson Technology Media and Telecom Conference in New York City. Could have chopped that down a little bit. It's not been confirmed whether this event will be the inter second international premium uh, event reportedly scheduled, uh, or the uh, first one for this year reportedly scheduled on September 2nd, the day before AEW's all-out pay-per-view. Uh, WWE has not been to India since December of 2017 when they ran a house show in New Delhi. Brandon Thurston of WrestleNomics watched Khan's speech and reported on it yesterday. And obviously the issue of WWE's current broadcasting rights for Raw and SmackDown and where, you know, them coming due and where they may go, that was touched on by Khan when he said we're going to get a really good increase for both of these properties quote it's too early to say yet is it one and a half is it greater than one and a half but if you're in the under promise and over deliver category I'd rather go on the low end you know we'll see in six to 12 months exactly how it plays out there are people that are thinking they could get double the money they are getting right now on their rights fees but we'll see they are obviously Serious, you know, they, they know they're going to get at least one and a half or he wouldn't be saying it. So if it ends up being double or more than that, that's going to be something. And tying something back to India as well, too, uh, later in the talk, Thurston reported that Khan says, quote, it's only a matter of time, end quote, before Netflix gets into live sports. And I got to be honest, if this will feels like a little bit of wish casting from from Nick Khan here trying to send out a message to Netflix. But uh, in a Patreon post, Thurston wrote, Khan hinted that it would be valuable for Netflix to acquire WWE's rights in India, noting WWE is the second most popular sport in the country after cricket and that Netflix has had trouble getting subscribers in the region. Is the WWE Network in the region? 
Are they having trouble getting subscribers in the region? I, I don't know exactly what their setup is with India right now, but obviously Khan uh, extending an olive branch, uh, at least seems to me out there at Netflix to say, hey, you know, try to poke them again with it to to take on WWE's catalog and, and get them both going in India. So we'll have to see how that goes. And, and obviously then now we've got a show in New Delhi. We'll see how many other international shows they decide to announce. If there's going to be any, uh, you know, earlier in the year anywhere, we'll see. AEW, when it comes to ratings, last Wednesday night drew the second lowest total audience of the year, bringing in 814,000 viewers to TBS, according to Showbuzz Daily. That figure is down from last week's 877,000. The key, the rating in the key 18 to 49 year old demographic was 0.28, down 12.5% from last week's key demo rating of 0.32, and that equaled 365,000 viewers. The episode came in seventh place for the evening on cable TV in the key demo, up from ninth place last week. The NBA's Western Conference Finals on TNT helped to kill everything. Uh, their 18 to 49 number was a 2.07. And uh, what was second? Vanderpump Rules. That had a .83, so it shows you the disparity there. But amazing, This again, and I'm completely ignorant to this Vanderpump Rules show other than it's been on Bravo seemingly forever. And again, I know nothing about it. But the post-show that Bravo does called Watch What Happens, which kind of encompasses whatever their big reality show is, they'll have like the post-show wrap-up of it. And it came on at 10.15, and that 18 to 49 number was a .66. So for all of you out there who are Vanderpump fans, congratulations. You, you, you've you ascended it to new heights. Dynamite was also outranked by the Hulk Hogan Gawker premiere of Rich and Shameless on TNT, which I did not even know was a thing until I was watching the NBA playoffs, and it popped up there. I did not see the show I don't think I'll watch the show because I, 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 there are just two sides there that were, I'm not saying equally unlikable, but easily unlikable. And I don't know if I want to watch it or not. 0.30, 854,000 viewers for that show, but it did benefit from having the lead in on the playoff game. So <laughs> that's that there. Um, you know. I can't stand Hulk Hogan. Can't stand him. You know, in the passing of, of superstar Billy Graham, you know, a couple of days ago, it just reminds you how much Hulk Hogan took from superstar Billy Graham. You know, it's just absolutely amazing. I just, uh, the, the Gawker show. I, I just, I don't think I could do it. I don't think I could do it. New Japan's best of the Super Juniors, though, I can do. I'm a couple days behind, but this has been a kick-ass tournament. Uh, day seven took place this morning at the uh, Shin Aomori Sports Park Maeda Arena Subarena. At least that's the way that it's written up there on PearlLove.com. But winners today, Master Wato, Robbie Eagles, Francesco Akira, Yo, El Desperado, all in Block B. Block A winners, Doki, Sho, Leo Rush, Taiji Ishimori, and Hiromu Takahashi. As it stands right now, the A Block... Leaders are Hiromu, Mike Bailey, Leo Rush, and Taiji Ishimori, all with 10 points. Block B leaders, Robbie Eagles, El Desperado, Yo, and Master Wato, all with 10 points. I know 
all five of you big Master Watto fans out there are, are celebrating right now that he's still got a shot to win this thing. And there are actually people that believe that Master Watto could win this. I don't want that to be the case. And it's nothing against Master Watto. I just want to see at this point Leo Rush or Mike Bailey win the thing. Mike Bailey was my pick before uh, the tournament started. I really wanted to see Leo Rush win, though, and considering some of the reaction that Leo Rush has gotten, including after that match with Taiji Ishimori a couple days ago where the, the people handed him their baby and he held the baby, and then New Japan's broadcasting partners made sure to take it down so nobody could see this awesome viral moment. Yeah, that ruled. We'll talk about that as well as a whole bunch of other stuff with Rocky Romero when we get back from break. Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. And our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145-800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. Next up, straight talk from Doug. Ever notice that saying no offense is offensive? Like, no offense, but you're overpaying for your wireless. See? Offensive. That's the Straight Talk Talking. Get unlimited plans as low as $35 a month from Straight Talk on America's most reliable 5G network. Available at Walmart and Walmart.com. 
On the $35 plan, first 10 gigabytes data at high speed, then 2G speeds. Refer to the latest terms at straighttalk.com. Based on most first place rankings, root metrics, second half 2022 assessments of 125 metros. Experiences vary, not an endorsement. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Coming up this Sunday, May 21st, Long Beach, California, the Walter Pyramid NJPW Strong Resurgence. Here to talk about it, your CMLL and NWA historic world welterweight champion, Rocky Romero. Rocky, how are you? I'm doing great. How you doing? I'm not doing too bad. You know, sorry we we can't have you on doing a video this time around. But Boss Man took the day off, and and obviously he takes his technology with him. So we have to do it the old school tin can way. I appreciate you doing it. Hey, no worries. I'm a busy man, so it makes my life just a little easier not to do it by video. <laughs> well, good. Hey, you know. 119 days as CMLL champion, and look, I got. We we're going to get to resurgence here because obviously there's a ton to talk about when it when it comes to it. But you know, right now we we had the we played the, the song on the lead in here. You know, where are you standing right now when it comes to to CMLL? What, what's what's the word with you and your son? <laughs> My son Ramoncito, aka Volador Junior. Yeah. He- He's, uh, you know, he's, uh, he's waiting for me to pick a date for this title match. Uh, but I got a big surprise for him coming up real, real soon. You know, I'm a man full of surprises, and, you know, that's what's been great about this run in TMLL is, you know, I've, I've really been able to do whatever the hell I please, and uh, I'll continue to do so. And I got a huge surprise coming up for my son, Ramon Cito, so I hope everybody will, uh, you know, continue to watch TMLL on Friday. Because uh, Rocky Romero's got the things up his sleeve. <laughs> That's awesome, and you know the CMLL New Japan relationship has been you know quite a legendary one for a long, long time now. And we just saw Yota Suji, unfortunately, if you're a New Japan fan, come up short in his shot at the heavyweight championship. But he's making his way back over to Japan and. You know, what did you think about, since you were there and had a chance to, to see Yoda go out there, you know, I, I, there's probably a lot of Japanese New Japan fans that, that hadn't had a chance to see him and were surprised about him coming back in such a show of force with Sonata, but he's been looking, I thought he looked fantastic in CMLL and showed a lot, showed a lot of personality, that's for sure. No, definitely. I mean, obviously, you know, his return uh, back in Japan uh, was was pretty Amazing. I thought he looked like a superstar. And uh, the last time, uh, you know, we really saw him in New Japan was uh, last year in London. And we had an amazing match and outing with, with Tomohiro Ishii. So, you know, I guess now the question is, you know, can he, is he good enough now? Does he have enough experience under, belt, under his belt to take the title away from Sonata? So uh, I'm excited for him. I think he looks great. I think he's got a massive, massive upside. And uh, now we're just, you know, waiting for the world to see it. Any plans right now? And I, I know you're not exactly, uh, you know, you know, putting you on the spot here a little bit. But are there any plans for any other New Japan talent to make their way back over to CMLL uh, after the Super Juniors is over? I think that there's uh, there's some rumblings that there's a good chance that uh, New Japan will will be in CMLL quite a bit this year. That's what I'm hearing. Uh, 
Ah, well, it's, I'd, I'd like to hear that as well, too. And we're getting some CMLL participation on the NJPW Strong Card, which is obviously, you know, the main focal point of the day coming up on Sunday. NJPW Resurgence available uh, through New Japan World as a standalone pay-per-view. Big card. Obviously, a lot of the attention is going to be on the fact that Mercedes Monet is back in NJPW again and is going to be working out for this strong women's tournament, uh, the strong women's championship tournament. Uh, talk a little bit about that tournament and how it came about and how, how the selections were made. Willow Nightingale and obviously um, uh, Stephanie Vaquer from CMLL along with Momo Kogo from Stardom. You know, how did this whole thing come together? You know, since New Japan Strong started, there's always been a plan for a women's division. Uh, so, you know, when we stopped taping uh, Strong and, and doing the, the taping-style shows, uh, you know, it was like, well, when are we going to pull the trigger? When are we going to pull the trigger? And, uh, you know, with Mercedes uh, coming up short uh, and losing the IWGP Women's Championship, it was like, well, now would be probably a great time. So, uh, you know, definitely want to have participation from all our different partners. So obviously Stephanie Backer, who Mercedes is wrestling in the first round from CMLL, who's an amazing talent. I think she's, you know, you know, people don't really know her in the States yet, but I think after this match with Mercedes, she'll be definitely be a name that people will be looking out for. Uh, having Momo Kono, who's, uh, you know, a young upstart in stardom. Not too much experience, but... You know, recently her work with uh, with Mercedes in stardom has been kind of noteworthy and they've kind of taken uh, a liking to each other, it seems like. So uh, I thought it would be a great opportunity to also have some new blood in there. Uh, and uh, and then finally, yeah, Willow Nightingale. I mean, she's a star in ROH, she's a star in, in AEW. Uh, another wrestler that, uh, you know, obviously this is a huge opportunity for her, a huge chance. And uh, yeah, so I, you know, it will. We'll see who uh, ends up in the final. But um, you know, I think all four women bring something different to the table, and it's super, super exciting to see. And uh, and I just saw a picture of the belt uh, the other day, and the belt looks really, really amazing. So I think people are going to really dig it. Nice. The IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship Tournament uh, from. The time this thing, from the time it was announced, became a focal point of this show. Hiroshi Tanahashi and Will Ospreay, and I didn't go and double-check with Chris Samsa, but if I'm not mistaken, they have not wrestled that often. In fact, the last time was in 2019 during Block A of the G1 Climax Tournament. This is a big match, you know, because we, Gwen, one we have not seen, and we have not seen Will Ospreay in a little while as well, too, so... You know, how this match, as far as obviously, there are a lot of people thinking Tanahashi's got no shot. It's going to be Osprey because we're going to see, you know, Osprey and Archer, and then we're going to see Osprey move on and, and face Kenny Omega. You know, Hiroshi Tanahashi's still a legend here. You know, talk about Tanahashi and could we actually see him pull one out? I mean, absolutely. I mean, never count the ace out. I think he's shown that time and time again over the last few years. And I feel like everybody's always ready to count them out and say, like, oh, well, I don't know if Connor can pull out another great singles match. I don't know. And then he goes and he blows the, the roof off the joint. So, um, you know, never say never. I mean, that's the cool thing about professional wrestling, right? It is like anything can happen. Never say never. And, uh, you know, and I think, like you said, this is a super, super fresh 
singles match for New Japan. So uh, I remember their first encounter at, at the G1, and it was an incredible, incredible match. So to see the rematch, uh, you know, and especially with, you know, with such huge stakes on the line, uh, you know, because the winner, like you said, will go against Lance Archer at Dominion, and then the winner of that uh, sounds like they'll go against Kenny Omega real soon. So uh, I don't know. I, I, I think that, um, you know, the ace obviously was in the main event of Forbidden Door last year. And, you know, could we see him pull out all the stops and, and, you know, possibly make it to Forbidden Door and maybe it's Kenny versus Tana? You know, I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens. Thanks. You know, it's amazing. Yeah. Good. Oh, I thought I cut you off right there. I'm sorry. Hey, you know, Hiroshi Tanahashi, it's amazing watching New Japan for, you know, so many years. If you would have said you'd be able to see him 20 years ago, this many times in the States, I never would have believed it. And, you know, he and Kazuchika Okada, you know, two of the biggest stars of that company of all time ever. And both of them are going to be on the show. Obviously, Okada teaming with you and Tomohiro Shii. I mean, against the Blackpool Combat Club, John Moxley, Will Yuta, and Shota Umino. It's, it, it really is incredible, Rock, that, that, that we're seeing these guys over here as much as we are when it comes to Okada and Tanahashi. And, I mean, look, you've been around, you've done a lot of things, but is there still a little bit of a buzz when you get to, to be around such great, a great, incredibly great worker like Ishii? And then, obviously, the star that Okada is, I mean, does that give you goosebumps at this point in the game, at this point in your career when that stuff happens? Every single time Okada comes out, and, you know, and especially in the States, because it, it's so rare, you know, they come over quite a, you know, they've been coming over quite a bit, but it's still only like four or five times a year or so, right? So uh, every time that coin drops, I get goosebumps because the crowd just loses their mind. And uh, it's just like, it, it, it's everything that you love, you know, in, about wrestling is in that moment, you know, so... Uh, you know, it's just really, really cool to be around him. Obviously, he's my best friend. So, I mean, I love that guy. And, um, you know, he's been so good to me over the years. And, you know, one of the, honestly, one of the best top guys uh, you could ever ask for. You know, humble, funny, uh, wants to include everybody. You know, countless times, you know, he'll invite me to dinner and, like, take me places or go, we'll go um, sightseeing in Japan. So, uh, yeah, just all around one of the best people I have ever known, uh, not only in professional wrestling, but, you know, in, in regular life as well. Uh, Ishii is probably the greatest professional wrestler to never win the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship, but, um, God, I would love to see him uh, get a chance one day to win that, and I feel like that would be, you know, the cherry on top to, you know, what an amazing career and what amazing talent and standout he is. You know, every, every time he enters the ring, it's 150%. The guy is such a perfectionist. It's crazy. I mean, there's so many times where I'll come back and he'll have a banger, a banger. One of the greatest matches you've ever seen. And I'll be like, great match. He's like, oh, it's okay. <laughs> He's just such a perfectionist. <laughs> but I love that about him. And that's, and that's the drive that keeps him going. Is he's looking for that perfect match, you know. And, uh, and, and you see it every time and strive and go for it. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that work ethic is just, uh, you know, there's only a few that are like him. 
You know, for so many years, you and Kenta operated in parallel universes with him and pro wrestling, Noah doing everything that he was doing there. And then obviously he jumped to WWE before coming back with New Japan. He's got a match with Hikaleo for the strong openweight championship, a rematch there. Talk a little bit about Kenta, too, and his, you know, addition and what he adds to some of these shows and to, to some of the people that I'm sure grew up idolizing he and Marafuji. Yeah, I mean, Kenta has been an essential piece of the strong puzzle, you know, since day one. Uh, you know, him winning uh, the, uh, the the U.S. title briefcase and holding on to it for so long to get that match uh, against John Moxley and, you know, him defending the briefcase multiple times uh, and then destroying the briefcase, which was pretty cool, too, which I also loved. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, no, I think finally him winning the strong openweight championship was like, okay, here, you know, this is, you know, for all the hard work that he's done, here was a moment that he could actually take it. And, and also to be the first one to defend it in Japan, uh, you know, obviously he lost it against Hikaleo, and, and we should definitely talk about Hikaleo because, you know, he's a superstar in the making. He's got an amazing look. He moves so well for a guy, you know, his size. And uh, I think, you know, he, he's another one who's got huge upside, uh, you know, along with Shota, along with, Narita along with Suji. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm really excited about this match. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm curious to see who, who will walk out the champ in the rematch. You know, it would be such a major thing for Hikaleo to get two huge pinfalls over Kenta. So, uh, that, you know, big chance for him. Even as a champion, I think, you know, he's kind of still the underdog in this situation because Kenta has, you know, the history, the pedigree, and, you know, multiple-time GHC champion, and, uh, you know, also, you know, IWGP US heavyweight champion. So uh, he's definitely got his, you know, he's going to need to have his working boots on for sure. Well, Rock, just got to hold you up. We've hit the break, but when we come back, talk a little bit more about New Japan Resurgence coming up, Long Beach Sunday, New Japan World, Wrestling Observer Live. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television we are dish tv 800-293-0328 800-293-0328 that's 800-293-0328 if you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. 
And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-390-5160-800-390-5160-800-390-5160. That's 800-390-5160. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back on the show here with Rocky Romero talking NJPW Strong Resurgence coming up this Sunday on New Japan World. And Rocky, you know, we only got a little bit of time here left, but we didn't talk. You talk about another day one guy, Fred Rosser, in the street fight coming up on top of the fact the caveman is coming into New Japan strong. I couldn't be more excited. Rocky? Rocky, not as Sorry excited about, about that Rocky, news. Look, uh, uh, yeah, I'm really uh, excited about the Fred Rosser versus Juice Robinson uh, screen fight. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, the, there's been some great snack talk from Fred, you know, online and, you know, talking about Juice and uh, questioning Juice's manhood and, you know, and bringing Tammy Storm, Juice's wife, into it. So, um, so yeah, I mean, he's been posting some great, great content. And uh, Juice had a hell of a rebuttal that was, uh, that was put up uh, uh, by New Japan just the other night. And uh, so if you haven't seen it, definitely check those, those two uh, promos out. But, um, but, yeah, man, that should be a hell of a match. And then, yeah, like you said, the caveman is, is finally coming to New Japan strong. Uh, Barrio Cavanaglio, who's uh, one of the great female wrestlers and a really, really unique wrestler, and he's got a really, really unique character, uh, which is a caveman. And I don't know, it's, he's, he, he's one of my favorites to watch in CML. Uh, and then also, the master of submission himself, Virus, who I have a, a long standing uh, rivalry with, uh, you know, and had some of my favorite matches in CML with him back in the day. Uh, glad to see him back in New Japan Strong, and I'm really excited to see him walk up with Zack Sabre Jr. I mean, you know, two guys that are very different style of submission wrestlers, but, I, you know, I think it'll be really, really unique and really interesting to see them uh, mix it up. And Bad Tito, I mean, this guy, you know, who was uh, virtually unknown, has, you know, in the last year, year and a half, hey, Ron, and a half been able to wrestle. 
<laughs> hey, Rock, unfortunately, we've got to wrap it up. I'm not even going to blame you. Oh, no. I'm not even going to blame you for taking that call from Obari. <laughs> I'm taking that call from Obari there. Yeah. I won't even. But that's okay. Hey, everybody, yeah. we shall talk to you again after a while. Wrestling Observer Live. <laughs>